Welcome to Be Uncommon with Caleb and Luke. Today we interview Chris Sweeney, founder of Right Meals, a premium meal delivery service. In this, we talk about how Chris overcame homelessness and living in his car, going in and out of rehab twice, and then ultimately starting this meal delivery service that Caleb and I love, Right Meals. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Be Uncommon podcast with Caleb and Luke. I am Luke Box today. Caleb Fossil, my business partner, entrepreneur, creative genius to my left, okay. the GOAT, and he's going to introduce our guest for today. I am so excited. Tell us who it is. Yeah, so very, very excited. We got our good friend Chris here, Chris Sweeney, um, the owner, creator of Right Meals. Um, it's a premium meal prep delivery service. Um, he's been crushing it. Met him through my training of trying to go to the next level in football, um, and then just loved his grind, loved uh, the entrepreneurial spirit he had, and wanted to get him on the podcast, kind of talk about himself and his journey um, creating Right Meals and being an entrepreneur. So, Chris, pleasure to have you on, brother. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Finally, man. Yeah, <laughs> finally getting you on, man. Yeah. And so, um, we're, we're obviously in Orange County, California, and I know you're local, so, I mean, just from the beginning, like, where, where did you grow up? Where did you... You know? Yeah, so I actually uh, grew up in San Clemente, uh, middle school, elementary school, yeah. um, preschool, cool. and yep. then high school, went to Capuchano Valley. Cool. Uh, we bought yep. a house right behind the football field, yep. so I grew up just hopping the fence and <laughs> love running and stuff, and yeah. No one does that anymore. The kids don't do that anymore. Yeah, man. no, man. Like... They're all playing games. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, exactly. Being right next to your high school. Yeah. Did you grow up surfing? You grew up in um, I All my friends did, yeah. but yeah. I didn't. My dad, um, you know, I always in Pop Warner football and yeah. all that stuff, so yeah. Not going to get hurt? No, go, yeah. Go, go, yeah. Play. Yeah, 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 exactly. You're not one of them surfer boys. Like, that's how my yeah. dad always was growing up. Be like, you don't want to be one of the surfer skater kids. And I was no. always kind of like, yeah, and I went I mean, to school I, I kind of want to be. Yeah, okay, dope. So we, like him and like Tony Panici, they were all skaters and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just, I never was no. good at it. That was yeah. a cool era to be a kid too. Like it was very, for sure. For it, was, sure. it was very like raw and nowadays, like I was just heard on another podcast, they were talking about how like kids don't even go outside anymore no. and there's hover, helicopter parents, like your dad's were like, oh, I'll see you when, yeah, you, when yeah. I see you and you get home. You know what I mean? Like, I get stoked seeing tree houses now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, I, I, I haven't house, seen like, a tree house since I was oh like my, seven. <laughs> yeah. If I see a tree house in a neighbor, I'm like, oh, those kids are living life. That's how we feel yeah. whenever we, we drive and we see someone playing over the line and every single time I'm like, can we play? Like, yeah, exactly. I haven't, I haven't played forever. Nobody plays anymore. Let's, let's, let's go play. Yeah. Anytime I see kids, I'm like, I want to hop in and ask them. Yeah. I hop in. So we're at uh, Capo Valley High School. Um, did you play sports? Yeah, so I played football all the way from six years old to senior in high school. And then okay. started running track like my sophomore year in high school. Okay. Um, ended up breaking a bunch of like South Coast League records and yeah. stuff. Okay. And so that became like, okay, track is going to get me into college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I... Went to college, um, went to Long Beach State. Okay. And, um, Absolute dirtbags. Yeah. College was tough for me just because I had a lot of personal family stuff going on. Okay. Um, you know, my parents uh, divorced when I was two. Okay. My real mother, she was always, um, she was, you know, involved with drugs yeah. and okay. alcoholic yeah. and just yeah. all kinds of stuff. So it was kind of hard for me in college and I didn't really really talk to my dad either because yeah. he was having a tough time in his personal life too. Absolutely. Um, so college was really hard. It was, yeah. I think that's where like the grit started to okay. surface was in college. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember. I remember even though you're getting money to go get food and stuff, mm-hmm. I remember stealing food like Dude. all the time. You got a job at Ralph's, yeah. yeah. Stealing food. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to yeah. say that. <laughs> no, yeah. no. But I mean, which we'll get into it later. But that there's there's a certain level of people who do that that ultimately become entrepreneurs. I've met so many of them. Yeah. Of there are tendencies there, 
And you just have to be steered in the right direction a little bit. You have to, you know, have an opportunity here or there, and then all of a sudden, oh, quote unquote, yeah. the right path. I you know it's a poor way of saying it, but like people who that have those tendencies, because I I used to sell alcohol to underage kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, like, yeah, no, seriously. No, it's I mean, I, it's a hustle. Yeah. No, I mean, I I made cash in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so that was like that that tendency. But also, you think of people of Casey Neistat or other people. Where it's like I used to flip dime bags. I used to do this. Yeah. So it's like one of those things. It's like you're not a bad person, but it's also like. There's a hustle mentality there that will ultimately lead to what we'll get into now. It's like, uh, I get that. I understand that, yeah. like, really, really in depth. It's the figured out of this for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just find like, a way hey, to get survival and providing. You know, like, yeah, like, hey, sometimes you got to, I, I want to eat. At the end yeah. of the day, I'm, t- I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah. So, yeah. So at this point in college, you're running track, correct? Yeah. Um, what, are you, what are you studying? Anything specific? I was bouncing all over yeah. the place. I really had no guidance. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I. I mean, everybody thinks they're going to go pro in the sport that they're playing in college. Absolutely. I mean, so you were yeah, like, I'm going to the Olympics. Yeah, I'm going to the Olympics. Like, my roommate went to the Olympics. Yeah. And I, oh, he's shit. my training partner. Yeah. So I'm training with him and his speed coach, Gary Kablein. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So he was my speed coach in college. And, Hell yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, my main focus is track. It was yeah. my outlet for everything. Mm-hmm. Working out has always been my yes. outlet mm-hmm. for everything. And, um, yeah, graduated. And then... Didn't know what I really wanted to do. I graduated with a criminal justice major, okay, um, sociology minor, and then uh, I got into real estate. Okay, so real estate is funny because here I am living in Long Beach still. Yeah, yeah. I bartending. I was bartending. Okay, um, okay. I, was, I was a wild kid too. Yeah. I was out partying yeah, a lot. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. I was. Oh, Chris is here. You know, yeah. just always in the face of party yeah. energy. Your life, the party. I was an energy guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that. It was either you hated me or you loved me. And I feel that. Yeah. I relate to that very personal. Yeah. I was just say, yeah. that's this guy right yeah. here. I relate to yeah. that. And um, so I, um, I'm living in Seal Beach at this time, and I was driving in a 1988 Pontiac Bonneville all the way to Ranch Cucamonga to this office. Holy shit. It's a, it was the number one real estate office at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually pretty popular. Uh, Danny Morell. I was going to ask you. Yeah, okay. so he, uh, so I worked in his office and um, did cold calling for them and all this stuff. Yeah. And Danny and a couple of the agents in the office were like, hey, quit your bartending job. You know, yeah. let's, let's, um, let's have you focus on real estate, you know, because yeah. you, you got a good personality. Like, this is, this is your thing. Let's yeah. get you involved with this. Okay. Uh, probably the biggest mistake I've ever made. Really? But yeah, it yeah. was a struggle. Why do you Why do you say that? Well, I couldn't pay my rent. I didn't yeah. have any deals. Because um, because it's all and, and for me, like I'm not familiar with real estate, so it's tough at that age too. I was young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Networking deal flow. I think I was 22. So so you're you're making wow. money off your commission, okay. right? That yeah. is, I can imagine being having yeah. that responsibility at 22. But yeah. it's fake. You know, yeah, I, was, yeah. I remember wearing a suit. I didn't. I couldn't afford the suit I was yeah. wearing. I remember yeah. driving this Pontiac, parking on the around the corner. Showing homes, yeah, and people. Oh, where's your car at? Oh, it's uh, it's around the corner. You know, yeah, I never shit. wanted people to see my car. Yeah. I, well, yep. so then I couldn't pay rent in Seal Beach. I had a bail. Okay. And so I'm living in my Pontiac Bonneville. I was sleeping in the office. Oh fuck yeah. Um, I remember I would get like cushions off the couch, put them under the desk, and people would call me Mr. Seal Beach because oh, this guy's driving from Seal Beach every day. Yeah. Yeah. So the nights that somebody would see me sleeping in there, they're like, oh, uh, oh, I, I would tell them. I didn't want to sit in traffic. I had to be here early. I'm just yeah. staying the night. Totally get that. And then, um, then this one family, a uh, good dear friend of mine, Tony, he actually just recently passed away with cancer. Uh, sorry to hear that. Um, yeah. He would come into the office at like 11 o'clock at night from grinding all day. Yeah. And here I am and on the ground, sleeping, snacking on, you know, 
whatever it was. And uh, he'd come in, and Chris, what are you doing? You come sleep at my house. And I was yeah. like, I'm good, I'm good. All right, all right. Prideful, prideful. Yeah, yeah. very prideful. Mm-hmm. Come back the next night. Chris, come on, follow me. You can stay at my house. Yeah. And um, at the time, I did have the Pontiac still. I yeah. did, because it broke down. <laughs> and uh, so I um, followed him to his house, slept in his uh, upstairs. They had an empty room. His daughter just went to college. Wow. They didn't have any like furniture in there. It was mm-hmm. just empty. Mm-hmm. They put a sleeping bag on the ground. Yeah. Beautiful home, too. Yeah. And I was super embarrassed. And so I left really early. Um, and I left su- like five in the morning, rolled up my bag. And the wife, Autumn, always tells me, it reminds me of the movie, um, What's Blindside? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like, You were our blindside. Yeah, that's funny. So, <laughs> so we, um, so the following um, night, I think it was like the third night, Tony comes in the office again. And he's like, Chris, let's go. Come on, follow me. In the, let's, let's go to my house. Uh, Still is dagging emotional talking about it. Yeah. But I remember walking up those stairs and um, they put a bed in there for me. Oh, fuck. Wow. And, um, yeah. I, I got good. chills. Yeah. I got chills here. Yeah. Oh, um, my goodness. That was to this day, like, I, that was the nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. Yeah. They asked me to speak at his funeral recently. And oh it was, um, they, they were a big impact in my life. They Absolutely. really saved me from that tough time would you say like that's kind of the first time maybe someone they saw something in you almost like they saw like you know you were just you were grinding and he's just like man this is a good fucking dude i think everybody since day one yeah even in high school i've always been i was a kid pulling a tire out on the football field yeah 100 degree what i just i feel like i i I was very prideful absolutely but i was also like i would challenge myself good yeah you know i never Mm -hmm. wanted to ask i never asked for help i never i just Never made excuses for myself. Mm-hmm. And I always told myself, one of my, it's corny, but one of my yeah. favorite quotes is, there's always a light at the end of a dark tunnel. Absolutely. Um, and I always kept that to myself. Even when I was laying on the floor, and I remember too, I would walk to the office and, hey, do you guys have a quarter for the copy machine? And a bunch of agents, you know, I would get a bunch of quarters built up. Yeah. And then I would go walk across the street to McDonald's and get uh, McDonald's. Yep. I would get like five dollars worth of like burgers or whatever and sometimes that'll be all I would eat like all day. Oh shit. And um so anyways Tony and Autumn they they told me hey you can stay here for as long as you need to get back on your feet. Yeah. Um you know things turned out good. I started getting things and you know roll in and Yeah. In real estate still right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still in real estate. So then I uh moved back to Long Beach, finally got back on my feet, got some money. Um and that Pontiac actually broke down. Yeah. Then eventually I got enough money where I got my, I purchased my first car. Nice. There's a little Kia Forte. It's a milestone though, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Kia Forte. I remember getting it crying. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Very, I'm a very emotional yeah. person. Yeah. Fuck me too. Person. Dude, I cried during America's I Got Talent, bro. I'm not even going <laughs> to. All right. Yeah. My girlfriend will call me out on this. I'll lay in bed at night watching YouTube. Bro, <laughs> America's Got no. Talent. Because <laughs> it's, it's for me, man. It's like even your story, like, and we're going to, obviously we're, we're in the dark phase right now, but. It's like not even. when you see yeah, <laughs> not even when you see the progress in a milestone hit or like the golden buzzer and it's like you see people get it's like you you see the work they and the passion story. yeah they have man a story and it's, none of us would ever know yeah, but, yeah yep. it fucking hits me man but, yeah but anyway okay, so we're, chills. We're, we're getting back into uh, real estate you're getting better yeah getting better and I uh, finally moved to uh, back to Long Beach mm-hmm. uh, moved in with a couple of my buddies of mine and I, I was doing good switched offices and. Um, working with buyers and stuff, putting buyers in escrow, and yeah. I was mostly cold calling. 
Yeah. And um, God, it's, things just kind of took a spiral. Um, wasn't getting deals. Um, was partying a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the partying came from like a. It was a. It was a mask of personal issues I was dealing with. Okay. Things that I was dealing with, like my mother. Yeah. Um, no, I don't have a relationship with my mom, but mm-hmm. it, it bothered me a lot. Just, just deep things from growing up. Like, growing up. Yeah, things that environment. Just, re- just resurfacing. Absolutely. And you would mask it. A lot of people don't realize, like, drinking. You know, yeah. alcohol. I was doing drugs. Mm-hmm. A lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really bad. Yeah. And we'll go down the line. Yeah. I've actually been to rehab twice. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know that about you at all. Yeah. Um, so I... Uh, I was in this little just dark phase and I got my car repoed. Um, I couldn't pay rent with these guys and I was constantly late just making up these excuses and um, it was tough. It was really tough and then my rock, not even my rock bottom, it was a tough time. And I remember- But it rains, it pours, man. Yeah, Yeah. and just all this stuff accumulated on top of each other and my office was in Diamond Bar at the time and I didn't have a car to get to this office now. Fuck, yeah. So here I am, not knowing what I'm going to do. I'm trying to, hey, I can work from home on a computer, blah, blah, blah. And I did this to myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? At yeah. this point, like... So I was going to ask, like, your mindset in the sense, like, are you noticing, like, all this shit happening and noticing something, like, I need to fix something or is yeah. it me or, like... Yeah, absolutely. It was, um, I would, I was blaming a lot of people, like, my family and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but it, I knew personally it was, it was me. And I knew the person I am, and like this isn't me. Uh, but I was broke, man. I had, yeah. I think, I always tell people what this number was when I started writing this. I think it was negative, like 142 out of my account. Fuck yeah. And um, I, God, I remember one guy because I was broke, so I had chicken, broccoli, and rice all the time. I was like, oh, I can really yeah, eat. yeah, <laughs> and, feel that. And I was always in shape. Like I said, working out was yeah. my escape yeah. from everything. You're working out and you're starving. So yeah, you're, so you're lean as fuck. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Out, yeah. Yeah. Not sleeping, partying. Like, yeah. 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 And um, so I, uh, this guy, his name's Wally, real estate agent. Shout out to Wally, man. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the first order. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. He, uh, hey, Chris, can you, that food you're cooking for yourself, can you make it for me? I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a cook. Sure. Okay, so you were just, you're just cooking. Did it look bomb? Or no. like it was okay. You're just, you're just making shit. You're making no, food to I'm eat. Making, yeah, yeah, I'm like doing all this stuff for okay. me and portioning it out, not because of a science, but because I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like I need three Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Let me get two cups or two little scoops of rice here and yeah. chop this chicken here and and while I'd ordered it, and then here I am. Uh, God, I think I told him like two hundred bucks or something ridiculous. I'm not doing the numbers right, yeah. but I remember I had just enough to get like thirty dollars worth of Ralph's groceries, and I walked down to Ralph's, walked back, cooked his food, and then I used the remaining money to Uber up to Diamond Bar. Okay, couldn't get back. Fuck. Oh, and mind you, I didn't even have a cell phone because I couldn't pay my bill. Yeah. So I can only use it on Wi-Fi. Oh my god. Okay. And um, so I'm at the office, like fuck. How am I gonna get home? And I get on their office computer. I don't remember who I asked, but I told somebody, hey, I'm having car problems. I never mm-hmm. told people I had my car Uber. Yeah. Or repo. Yeah. There's plenty of girlfriends that didn't even know I had a repo. Where's your car at? Yeah. Uh, it's in the oh, shop. Yeah. It's, 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 it's in the showroom. <laughs> For months. Yeah. And, um, but so I, uh, I um, get an Uber back to Long Beach somehow. 
and I get on the Wi-Fi at the house and I had all these notifications from Facebook at the time and all these people in the office, hey Chris, can I order from you too? Because Wally posted this photo. Oh shit. Shut up Wally. Right, for sure. Get the fucking ball rolling, man. Maybe if we could get that photo one day and post it. But it was, um, it's a pretty amazing photo. I mean, you're looking at the food like, God, I look back at it and I'm like, I wouldn't even eat that. <laughs> Why are they, like, so all these people just started ordering and I'm freaking out. You know, my, my roommates at the time, like they're all pissed off at me because, you know, I'm, I'm using the grill on the, on the outdoor patio. Yeah. I'm, it's my roommate's grill. I use out all this propane. Running Holy down shit. the stairs into the kitchen. I'm using, you know, and... Are you familiar with, like... Cooking? Yeah. No, so I was You were just like, what the fuck? Okay. No, yeah, I only... This makes it hot. This turns it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was... I, dude, I had all my fingertips. They're all sliced. Yeah. The tips were all sliced <laughs> off. You can see the scars. Oh, it's my like, God. I, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And, um... I had nothing else to do. Yeah. Uh, I remember that... Yeah, I really had nothing else. When your back's do. against the wall, man, do you fucking figure out a way to get it done? I remember just sitting there at night, my roommates and everybody would be asleep, and I'd be crying in the kitchen, just cutting chicken. I'm like, I was a college athlete. I was in real estate. I was supposed to conquer the fucking world, yeah, man. Like, yeah, what the hell? Like, what am I doing? You know, I was pissed, plating, you know. And orders kept coming in. Um, I didn't have a car for a very long time, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and I... Uh, would Uber deliveries out there? And people would. I wouldn't sleep. Was this before Uber? I was gonna say, were you the original Uber Eats? Wait a second. Were you the original Uber Eats? I think I was. <laughs> um, but I remember, like, I, I, it would be like forty meals, and that sh- that's a ton of food. Dude, that's that a shit lot. Would take me. Jeez. But forty meals is four people, so it's really not oh, a lot. Shit. Yeah, yeah, but awesome. but I mean, to now. But yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Like, it would take me, I remember, like, 8 p.m. to maybe 3 or 4 in the morning. <laughs> oh, my God. And, yeah. and then going to, to work. To cook and then going to work. And, no, to cook it, plate it, everything. And Jesus. then I would sit there, and like, God, I would, sometimes I wouldn't even have money, excuse me, to Uber. And so I would, like, knock on my roommate's door. Hey, can I borrow Derwin? Shout out to Derwin. Yeah. Um, hey, bro, you got yeah. something on the way, man. Yep. And, uh, hey, can I borrow your car? I have a few deliveries to make. Um, my good friend Richard too. He would uh, let me use his car here and there. Um, he's a firefighter for Long Beach, still is. And Fuck yeah. he, when he would be at work, just take my car. He's my wow. brother, my teammate yeah. in college, everything. Still he's my awesome. brother. Yeah. And I'm just out there, man, not sleeping, grinding, getting more orders, just just doing it. You yeah, know? And absolutely. I, and um, so, right meals. I think it officially started. It was August six years ago. I think what is that? 2016. 2015? 2015, 2015, yeah, yep. 2015, and I had all this extra food, and I didn't know because I didn't know how to portion control. I didn't yeah. know how to do any of that. Yeah, um, going to Ralph's just kind of eyeballing everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ralph's too, like yeah. out of all like <laughs> of the quality, yeah, everything, yeah, yeah, terrible. And I remember um, I would hit up a couple of my buddies like, hey, let's go pass food out to like the homeless in Long Beach because I have all this extra food. I need to get rid of it. Yeah. So I started passing, I would do this thing, like, hey, every order we get, you know, we'll do a meal and pass it out. Cool. Wow. And a bunch of my buddies, a couple, I knew a lot of, like, restaurant owners in Long Beach, too, and I would ask them for advice. Hey, I think I started something. Yeah. You know, some people were like, ah, you know, and took me away. Yeah, brushing you off. Yeah. They're always there. For sure. It still happens to this day. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's going to keep happening. Yeah. And then, um, so, 
I like, whoa, I want to think, I need to think of a name, what to call it. And my uncle, uh, he's going to be super stoked to give him this credit. I because <laughs> I never give him this credit, but he even has the text message from 2015. He I sent it to me one day. I'm not going to, I hold those text messages for I, sure. I, I think yep. I said something about like, I said Happy Meals. Okay. I said Happy <laughs> Meals with Z, and my mind says like, McDonald's going to come after me. I'm gonna get some publicity for this. Yeah, okay. there you go. So that was my so you're a marketer at heart. Okay, yeah, that's a okay. great mindset. I had the Z. That was like my my thing. Meals with the Z. Okay. And then he's like, No, what about right meals? Mm, nah, I like happy meals. I'm yeah. very stubborn. It's yeah. like me, my way or the highway. You yeah, know? I feel that. So then I was like, Okay, all right, I'll stick with right meals. And then I started coming up with like this idea of like, what would I like it to be like? You know, with the leaf and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And so I thought of like something like clean, fresh. I was thinking yoga in my mind. Yeah, okay. So like, you know, something like zen. Zen-like. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I came up with right meals. And I'm thinking right meals nourish your body, feed your soul. Because every order we would get, you're feeding your soul knowing that your meal is going to be given to a homeless person or whatever. Well, that's that's awesome. awesome. Okay. That's I didn't know that. Okay. So that got really big. Um bunch of people in Long Beach too, like real big like restauranteurs, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs of the city of Long Beach. One guy, John Morris. Okay. Um, well, actually, I'll step back a little bit. We'll go with Rod from Dogs. So Dogs is a big sports bar in Long Beach. Okay. Mm-hmm. I used to bartend there and work there. And Rod's like, hey, Chris, why don't, why don't you use my kitchen? You know, go back there, use my kitchen. You can use Rico the cook. Wow. And I was like, what a huge connection. No, that right? is. Wow. Yeah, that's because at that it's point, you're. who you know. Honestly. Yeah. It's wow. All about who you know. And Rod was kind enough, so I'm back there. It's like a Friday night. Bar is a really busy bar, by the way. It's a college town. Yeah, I know okay. everybody in there. They're all. Yeah. It's you move the curtain, and it's just fucking packed yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Drinking. Here I am back here flipping tilapia. <laughs> And with Rico, yeah, doing like seventy meals. Flipping right tilapia you know with Rico sounds like it's on podcast. I know, seriously. <laughs> yeah, and so then, um, you know, that we took advantage of that mm-hmm. using that kitchen. And, and how often were you are you making these like before the I, week starts? I don't even remember. Honestly, I think it was just I would go in and do ten meals, and an order would come. I didn't have any control. Yeah. So, yeah. No so was it more made to order or was it like, hey, I'm making this food, hoping orders are coming in so I can no. fulfill stuff? No, since day one, I think that's helped me so much too today was I never, it was made to order. Never Like I never went in and cooked things ahead. Love that. Okay, cool. Uh, a lot of companies do do that. Yeah, we'll yeah, go cool. into that later, yeah. but um, freshly, so, freshly does that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to name drop. There's all uh, I'll, I'll name drop. I paid, I I paid for freshly, drop. and I have been very not stoked on the meals I've gotten for freshly yeah, before. Yeah, and the fact that Caleb was with you and you're buying freshly. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, so I'm at Dogs, you know, and things are rolling in, and then next thing you know, this big guy, John Morris, he's really well known in Long Beach. He mm-hmm. started Legends, and Legends is actually the first sports bar in all of America. Oh, like. Yeah, like legends, even like Forest Legends. That's a different name. So oh. Legends Sports Bar, it's oh. like its own entity. It's like it's gotcha. really well known. Gotcha. So that his partner would play on the Rams. Um, they started the sports bar in 1972. Um, they aired like the first sports game. They had Raiders, Rams guys going in there. It was like, wow, super bar. cool, super Sweet. cool. So he's like, hey, he owns. It was the Bow House. Um, why don't you use my kitchen? So that's like okay. Um, this is a really big kitchen. Yeah. It was a monster. And I think I was doing like 120 meals. I would go in there. I would go in there Monday mornings at like mm-hmm. 6 a.m. And you're still buying from the grocery store? Yeah, you're still... yeah, I was going. I started going to like Restaurant Depot. Okay. And okay. So I, I got a card for them. Okay. okay. 
Uh, so you're, just, you're making little moves little of progression. Moves, fast. Yes. And then, yeah. so, fast. and at this point, are you still cooking the majority of every I'm cooking meal? a lot of things. Yeah, I'm in there cooking everything. So you're you're but taking learning. the orders, I'm cooking. Learning. Yeah. Every day I was learning something new. I still and getting learned. better. Yeah, yeah, getting better. And mm-hmm. it was still crap back then. You know, like, <laughs> Uh, and I think people too just knew my struggles, like, and they were kind of like supporting. Yeah, that, absolutely. You know? And they people uh, do that, man. People, people do support that. people. The grit, you know, they just yeah. love seeing like just how fast it was growing from like you know, zero ten meals to, <laughs> to forty, and then now we're doing like a hundred, hundred and twenty, yeah. and hundred twenty a week. Yeah, which epic. is epic, epic, huge. Yeah. I couldn't imagine doing that dude, now. Hell, oh no. I barely cook dinner, maybe, dude. Maybe honestly less than that. I think maybe like Even, 80. 40. 40 yeah. is overwhelming to me, though. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy, dude. Um, and then uh, yeah. I can barely cook myself for a week. Are you kidding that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm in there. You know, we we're doing Monday mornings, and I have to be done. So we're doing actually that amount of meals from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. And then I had to stop because they oh opened my up God, the I restaurant. Wasn't even thinking about that, oh my goodness! Yeah. So I'm here like <laughs> scrambling, like plating. Wow. Like, Javier and Martin, these new guys are helping me plate. You know, Javier's a psycho guy. He's yelling in Spanish. I'm like, I don't fucking like, dude, just, just pack that shit. Help me out, please. Like, Is it done or not? I don't know. Yeah. Panicking, man, and then bagging, and then dealing, and then oh, and then I had my Kia at the time. So, did we go to this part where I got repoed? Yes, yes. So, so you I, got your Kia. I got my Kia back with mm-hmm. all those orders that were accumulating. I got, I, when my buddy Richard drove me out to Fontana out of nowhere, got in my Kia. And actually, when I realized, when I got back in my car and I broke down, I was like, I think I started something. I should continue so with this. Was that, would you say that's like your defining that moment? That was my defining like, moment of like, I'm going to be. Why? why? Why do you think, if we can pause there for a split second, mm. why do you think that was it? Because of everything emotionally you went through and like the turmoil, the, the amount journey. of crying I went through and just from rock bottom, which wasn't even a rock bottom, but it just like I, I did it. You know yes, what I mean? For I, sure. I cut for chicken. Sure. I did this grit, hard work from nothing. From nothing. No I experience. No sleep. knowledge. I didn't. And I, I get into my car and I'm like, wow! I like I did something. Like I got. I'm actually proud of myself. Yeah. Like I, like people are proud of me. Like it yeah. was a good feeling. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna. I I think I'm gonna stay with this. I had the opportunity to go back to real estate. I'm like, no, I'm gonna stick with. That's this. your jump in moment where yeah, it's like your I have moment. an opportunity to go back to make probably more money right now and maybe a little more security. I'm a yeah. little, you know, and then you get your car back and it's like, no, fuck that. I'm diving into. I, I like this. This yeah. is me. I built this shit. Yeah, you know? and it's me. It's mm-hmm. me. Yeah. It's me. It's me. Do you think your car specifically had something to do with that moment? Was the first car you was, bought? Was it, was it because it was the first car you bought? Was it because you lost it and you felt it was all on you and you fucked? But getting it back? Car, I lost it again, actually. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it was that. I think it was just all these people are just supporting. Yeah. All these orders cool. come in cool. and people like big time people like Rod from Dogs and John Morris from, you know, Bowhouse recognizing what I'm doing and yeah. offering me these. It's not just about you anymore. No, it's yeah. like people are like actually like supporting and. Mm-hmm. They're they're kind of like giving me that motivation mm-hmm. to keep going. Yeah. So that's what yeah. So I just kept going, and um, so yeah, it, you know, orders are coming in. I'm doing good. Um, but then I you know again I started. I had a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. I you know I'm a, I have an addictive personality from working out with work whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's in my family. My mm-hmm. mom was you know on really bad drugs. Yeah. Um, my dad's an was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's in my family. Yeah. I have a little sister who's in prison right now because of this wow. stuff. And, mm-hmm. but, um, so I started drinking again and, um, out of, out of nowhere. Or you just, um, I, I think it's always been there, but yeah. it just, it just, it got bad. Yeah. Okay. It got really bad. Mm-hmm. And I, um, uh, I want to say this is like 2017 was like my worst point in my personal life. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, uh, doing a lot of cocaine Mm -hmm. Um, but it was dark it wasn't out partying with people I'm laying in bed by myself rolling over yeah just emotionally dark didn't want to live Um, there was times when I knew I was doing stuff to my body and I was like at that edge of like I'm gonna die yeah and I didn't care and it got so dark and I think it was I think it was the emotions the drugs the stress all these this pressure from it wasn't like people are like Clients talking to multiple people can be overwhelming. Yeah, well, for and sure. it's yeah. very overwhelming. For sure. Well, you start, you feel like everybody's depending on you. And Everybody was yeah. depending and expecting things yeah. of you. Expectations, yes. Expectations of you yeah. are just yeah, creates yeah. anxiety. And you feel like you're not going to live up to no. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I lost my car again, repoed, and this time our lease was up. They they started their families and stuff, and I had nowhere to go. Yeah. I started sleeping in my boxing gym. Um, I was rotating through four houses I remember and I was just rotating through these houses I felt I didn't want to stay there full time none of these people knew about my personal issue that I mm-hmm. had with myself no yeah. one even knew yeah um, they would see me all Chris is here he's killing it blah blah yeah. blah and I was fucking struggling I remember I would an order would come in mm-hmm. you know 130 bucks worth of meals I knew 70 can be used for food the other 70 I'm going to use for my yep. my fix yep. wow to help me with these emotional deep yep. problems that mm-hmm. I'm fucking hurting. And you, and you think that that's rooted from just upbringing and just Yeah, therapy later on taught me a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah. of why, uh-huh. why was the way and still like how Just why reflection, it, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and so I, it was really, really bad. Really bad. And moved in with a buddy of mine and gave me like a room for like 400 bucks or whatever and they had no idea. Yeah. And interesting. Okay. I I was so good at just hiding it. Yeah. I was really dark. Dark. I've never like I look back on how I was even thinking and I was like, wow man, like what were you thinking? I wanted to like I wanted to die. It's crazy. Um and my buddy, he's you know, he's trying to become a police officer and I'm living with him and they had no idea. And so one I forget what happened. Something happened. And I came forward like, hey, I need help. I'm doing a lot of drugs. I'm drinking a lot. Really? They thought I'm like not sleeping because of, or no, you know, because yeah. of work, yeah. which was the case. Um, but work was that that didn't even matter anymore. Yeah. But I still got. You were sleepwalking out. through it. Yeah, it was just a thing to keep me busy, mm-hmm. and, and um, I was really depressed. Yeah. I've never been in that dark situation. I wasn't talking to my dad, and my, you know. I, these people were you I, by yourself a lot a lot yeah all the time yeah. Um, I was pushing away relationships mm-hmm. um, I had major abandonment issues because I'm okay. growing oh, up so imagine. I would always think you know this good person I had a lot of great you know relationships in my life and I pushed them away mm-hmm. because I was scared they were going to leave sure. me or whatever and I wasn't confident in myself yeah. at all I didn't have a car I didn't have a car for four years wow for, and I was doing I was borrowing cars, Ubering deliveries out, all this stuff. Wow. And so um, my buddy reached out to my dad. I said, hey, your son needs fucking help. And so my dad picked me up, 
chop me off when Charlie Street. Charlie Street's like the worst of the worst people. It's free. Really? So it's a 10-day detox place. And, oh, um, shit. Uh, the, that first time I went, um, I got out. Uh, it helped me a lot. It helped me because it cleared my head. You know, I was I had yeah. a clear head. I was sober. And, and you, so, do you just go in and you go you in kind of cold you, turkey? You, you, no, you don't. You have no contact with anybody. You're going. You're, you it's do like AA, exercises. It's the AA, it's the AA program. Yeah. And you're you're you know you're reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're getting to religion. You're hearing other people's stories. And there's yep. other people's stories that I was so emotionally attached to. Hearing yeah. what their stories were, and here I am having self pity for myself. Like fuck this guy. Like yeah. had it way worse. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, some of those stories. Perspective. Actually, yeah, amazing stories. And um, so I get out. Things are good, you know. Man, I lasted a month. Really? Lasted a month. And like clean a month? Yeah, that was nothing. And um, so I, you know, I started, you know, slowly picking up. Work was work was good. Um, but the money, I wasn't running a business. I wasn't running a business. I was just it was a hobby, a hobby, mm-hmm. something to get money from to feel my fun the next day. Yeah, you know, and um, I was just struggling big time. And then um, I remember I hit another really really bad rock bottom. And I remember getting in an Uber at like four thirty in the morning. It was raining. I had him stop to get coffee because I knew this place had shitty coffee. I went back to the same place and I got myself an Uber and, and um, I uh, said, um, I, I just gave it up. I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Like, I have too much potential for myself. I'm living this fake lifestyle. People think I'm somebody I'm not. I was in a dark, miserable place with mm-hmm. myself. Um, I was hurting people. Yeah. Um, and so... And I had this great opportunity in front yeah. of me that I built, and it it really saved my life. My it takes a lot of courage, man, to even yeah. confront those demons and those thoughts, and to, to yeah. tell yourself like I'm being fake, like I'm yeah, not, yeah. like this isn't who I am. Yeah. You know? And um, sorry, I'm getting emotional. No, dude, don't uh-huh. be sorry to us, Definitely man. Don't have to apologize. Uh, so yeah. I, I remember getting the Uber, and I remember taking. He took PCH down all the way down. It's in Newport, this place, mm-hmm. or Costa Mesa. I remember it was the most beautiful sunrise I've ever seen. And it's <laughs> raining. Yeah. And um, I get in there, and I, I went sober for like two years after that. Nice. Yeah, clean. Yeah. You know, and I drink like here now, yeah. me today, but I, I'm at that point in my life where I've gone through all that bullshit. Yeah. I've done therapy. Yeah. I did all this stuff. Uh, but when I got out, I did AA every morning at 7 in the morning. I was really, really focused. Mm-hmm. Really focused. Um, and it's funny because I, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to say who, but one, before I went into AA, when I checked myself, before I went into rehab, yeah. I had this opportunity to work with this big company. Mm-hmm. And I lied to him. I said, I'm going on vacation. When I come out, when I come back, I'll fly in. I'll send over the contract, yep. whatever. Oh, shit. And, I'm, and the whole time I'm thinking of this, like, don't fuck this up, yeah. Chris. Like you have an up. Op- this is God saying, "Here, Chris. Like I'm going to give you a break. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to give you a break. You deserve a break. Mm-hmm. You know, you you've been through enough of fucking grit. Here's a break." And I get out, lock the deal in, and it put me to work. I fucking worked. I've worked so hard. I've never worked so hard in my life, dude. Yeah. I 
every day, every night. It was nonstop. And um, just crying a lot. Yeah. Emotionally drained. But it was like, it was going back. I don't want to go back to that person I was. It was a different type of emotion. Mm -hmm. It was a different me. And it was more like a motivational. Yeah. Um, you know where you've been and you're like fuck that yeah and just hearing the stories that I would hear in this place man and it's like these guys people who had kids who never will see again um, people oh, were fuck. all over people were coming from different countries to this place it's wow. really world famous Charlie wow. Street yeah I met and I still talk to some of these guys to this day yeah. we had great relationships with them man yeah um, and uh, I uh, I just work, dude. I've never worked so hard in my yeah, life. Yeah, put your fucking I, head down. I literally was not sleeping. Um, I was still borrowing cars. At what know? point is this when, when you're out? Three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, ever since, dude, everything in my life just slowly, just slowly started picking up. Okay, so you're, you, you land this deal. You're right, Meals. Right, you are officially right. Meals, you land this deal. So, are you like, um, business, like business wise? Are you like incorporated? Did you like, cop, like, like, did you go through the whole business Went process all, as well? I got the okay. LLC and all that yeah. stuff, and um, yeah, I made it like branding and all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I really focus because yeah. this is like, this is my future. Yes, yep. And I even was bartending on the side which to, fun, really, to fund the dream it was hard for yeah. me because here I am fresh out of rehab mm-hmm. and stuff but I looked at it as a couple Wait, after rehab you went I was bar. it was quick money because I yeah. needed some side hustle wow I needed yeah. some cash mm-hmm. and it was a challenge but it was like I got through it yeah yeah. I, I'm a very I'm a very strong person I don't yeah. Put me in anything, I'm gonna fucking beat you out. Yeah, I'm sorry. We'll figure it out. Like, yeah, I, I'm literally like, I was on a tr- treadmill. I never run a treadmill, but I went on a treadmill yesterday, and <laughs> this person's next to me. I'm like, I'm not getting off this treadmill. Fuck, and you know what? Fucking I Betty, fucking Betty, you're right. <laughs> same, yeah. same speed, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm beating you. Yeah. So, that's so funny. That's just like my mindset. No, yeah. for sure. For and sure. so I, uh, um, get this deal, and then here I go, just slowly. Like I said, just slowly yeah. kept going up and, up and up and up and. And um, here we are today. Yeah. And, and I think it was just me. It was me realizing I don't want to live that lifestyle anymore. And I want to make the best out of my life. I don't want to be my mom. Yeah. I think that was the biggest motivation. Yeah. Yep. And my little sister, yeah. she's in prison for like a, or she, she's, I don't, I haven't talked to my sister in yeah. a while, but I think she is out, but she's in there for like murder charges and wow. stuff. Yeah. So there is bad bloodline in my mm-hmm. family and I just wanted to be the person Cut that. I don't want to Somebody's got to be first. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, uh, that was my decision was jump. I think the biggest pinnacle point of my life was getting that Uber myself and checking myself in. Some people didn't know where I was. Some people thought I died. Like I had no phone, nothing. I was like, I'm out. Yep. I'm doing this for me. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. And. That's how it has to be sometimes. Yeah. It has to be like that every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Every time. Mm-hmm. You. The only person that's going to be in your grave with you is you. So, Facts. I mean, that's fucked every time. At the end of the day, it's yeah. all you got to you. And um, some people don't like hearing that, but it's like, I'm sorry. You're that, not that's paying real. my bills. You're not going to be in my grave with me. You're not, you, you're not raising my family. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've had uh, a couple of really close people in my in my family without naming names. One of them that went to rehab, uh, it was on their own accord where they texted the family, hey, I need help. Next day... 
Everybody was in the living room. They went from that meeting, family meeting, straight to rehab. Yeah. Another one was fine. You guys want me to go? Fine, I'll go. And they were within a year had to go back to rehab. Yeah. So their their first reaction was fine. You guys want me to go? And it wasn't I want to go. It was you guys want me to go? Fine, I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like it never really clicked with it them. It never works. And then yeah. the second time was more of like I know you guys want me to go, but I need to go. I'm telling myself I need to yeah. go because it's a tough. I've done all of this for a year. Yeah, it's it's incredibly tough. I can it's, only imagine. You yeah, can really imagine. You know. Yeah, it was uh, just, and I remember like the first 40 days out of it, um, it was, fuck, I remember being so emotional, so emotional. And, fuck, uh, I can't even, you're like kind of back in the real world oh almost, God. right? Because like, you didn't, I was so stressed with like work, you yep. know, and orders, and I, the normal me would go out and like party and like to mask all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I was dealing with the breakup. Yeah. Um, before I went into rehab, I, yeah. you know, she it's just broke. fucking. It was just all these yeah. emotions. I was completely raw, and I've never been that raw in my whole okay. life. Yeah, and so, yeah. Okay, so uh, because of some personal experience, I want to ask you: when you were, I'll say, using, drinking, whatever you were doing, um, and then after when you were sober, did it literally feel like everything was dialed up to eleven? Like where it's like fifteen, I, man. Or, that's what it's I mean. 15, of, of like, uh, I, I have people where it's like, uh, even when my girlfriend was like what, talking about the person I'm talking about was like. I had never met that person, like so sober now, totally different person. But like to my family, it was like, no, that's him. That's that's yeah, who that it's is. So the crazy. person you met was like on level like five the entire time, and now it's like, this is who he is. Yeah. yeah like, but when you're at that level, like fifteen, compared to when you're at like a two, you realize when you're at a two, you're hanging out with twos. Yes. Yes. I, you're hanging I, out I'm with sure. twos, and I and I was at this level, and I think that's what helped me be so focused too. Is I just cut a lot of people out. I'm like these bar people, these people I'm around, they're, they're still out there today. Yeah. I'll drive down, I'll see the same fucking people that I used to party with. I'm like, I'm so glad at the I'm same not, bar, complacent, not doing, doing the same this, shit. That thing, and here, these are the same people that are running their mouth talking shit about me because I am doing shit with my life. <laughs> Yep. And I, you know, it's always I mean, gonna be that way. It's like always, yeah. always. <laughs> um, always. But yeah, I think um, that was the turning point in my life was jumping in that over. In that's fucking no, yeah, knowing where Wright Mills is now is <laughs> yeah. just, and not knowing that backstory is unbelievable. But that just goes to show you that every founder, for the sake of entrepreneurship, has some type of backstory that nobody knows. Yeah, and, but every person has that backstory that nobody knows, and it's just like. Have, I've had a couple of conversations with you. He's had so many conversations with you through Jordan and other people and knowing who some of your clientele are now. It's like that that is your backstory and where you are now is just so incredible for you. Sure, as an entrepreneur, as a founder, but just as a human being. Yeah. yeah. As someone that's just battled and seen adversity and lost and then won and lost and won and then now is just beating the shit out of it as, but you're as, always, as you're growing. One thing I learned too is in this process is – You'll never have a constant up. No. You'll never have never. a constant up in nope. anything you do. The most successful people in this world have downs. For you sure. Know what yeah. I mean? And it's weirdly enough, it's like I sometimes would like, sometimes enjoy failing. It was weird. Yeah, I, it's weird. Yeah. No, I, 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 I would that. get come out stronger and better. Every mm-hmm. single time I've gone through something, I always came out stronger and better. Yeah. Break. You know, like when you break up with something, you go in there and you're working out yeah. like a magic <laughs> and you come out better shape than you were before. It's yeah. the same thing in, you know, personal life. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like the motivation. I would always come out better in anything that I ever did in life. Because it shows you 
who you can be always. And it kind of shows you like you have that ability in you at all times. You just got to pull it out. Everybody does. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has that ability. And I, one thing too that kept me going on this journey is I remember coming out of rehab and I remember posting something about it and um, saying kind of sorry. Like I've lived this, you know. Yeah. I can't tell you how many messages I had. I probably had over 150 messages. People were like, this helped me. Yeah. Um, hey, can you talk to my brother? Hey, yeah. like, Chris, like, wow, like, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Just, like, crazy stuff. Like, people, hey, like, I'm going through this. Can I, can we talk? Can we have coffee? Or, like, yeah. And next thing you know, here I am, you know, telling people, like, one person, can't name him, but he was struggling. Excuse yeah. me with alcohol and stuff two beautiful girls and and uh, I told them how serious do you want to stop and change yeah. your life really bad I'm at the gym at like 5 in the morning and I said okay the next morning I tell them, meet me here at 5.30 in the morning yeah. it's right in front of my gym so he meets me I don't have a car still I haven't yeah. had a car I just recently bought this BMW yeah. like it's been a year and a half now. yeah yeah. so I had this whole time I didn't have a car <laughs> and um, so he uh, meets me here and and he's been sober ever since. And, That's incredible. And it's like little things like that that really pushed me. Oh, and yeah. I, uh, people were, at, as much as people won't admit it, there is a lot of people that are out there looking up to me and that's motivation oh, for, sure. for me to keep for going sure. to, yeah absolutely to... And, and the thing that I've, I've noticed especially while we've been going over this journey of the uncommons and where we've like kind of like dissected some really really successful people the thing that's the most inspiring is never when they're at the top it's the story of a uh, hey 11 years ago when i struggled and i hit rock bottom and i overcame this in a couple months where it's like a, yeah my success there will always outweigh what i have now because that was the adversity that i needed to overcome but it's relatable to the masses of everybody yeah. so that's where the people cling on to like the people of like the inspirational stories of like no you overcome you overcome that like that's i don't care if you become these billion dollar founder you overcame that, and that is what I relate to right now. Because that's, that's I'm success. With. For in sure, in my eyes, it's not like because people will say successful. It's like money, and you know, I don't think that's success. I think for me, success is just overcoming my darkest moments and getting past those obstacles in life, and mm -hmm. I, that's success in my for eyes. Sure. And then helping people. Um, I think too, like my business, I'm pretty much helping people. A lot of people, you know, it's whether it's like they can't cook. Or, you know, just changing their, their appearance. Like, yeah. if I have messages from this one got me, um, she lost a lot of weight and she was ordering for me for a very long time. And she sent me this picture of herself in the mirror. She said, Chris, you saved my life. I wanted to kill myself after my divorce. I didn't look the way I wanted to look. Um, I really tried to commit suicide and your meal saved my life. And it's it's like little things like and that. Too. Yeah, what? And it's like, cause it's like you could be giving that person confidence to go on the first date since they were divorced. That Maybe they could be a widow. It could be anything. They gained a bunch yeah. of weight after a horrible thing and you helped them do that. Or it could literally be like, simply you helped me save time, but now I can go to my son's soccer practice. Yeah. I couldn't do that before. Yeah. Now I have the time to coach and now I can spend more time with my family. Yeah. It's not I'm just not doing food. The meal. It's I'm not just shopping. food. It's not. It's people, it's people so like much have more. babies. Like my buddy just had a baby and he um, he never really ordered right meals, and he's been my, he's my best friend. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and that's it's funny how that works. And yeah, so he um, he ordered for him and his wife because they just had a baby, and he can't cook. He's a firefighter. She's a nerd. Yeah. Like they're busy. Yeah, 
And he's like, Chris, I cannot tell you how, like, I've seen your food and this is amazing. Like, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. And that's another thing. Hearing my best friend tell me yeah. he's proud yeah. of me. I'm yeah, like, fuck damn, yeah. that feels so yeah. good. For sure. Yeah. This guy I looked up to, he yeah. has his shit together and, you know, yeah. he's always motivated me and I slept on his couch. I borrowed his car. I yeah. borrowed his car for dates to do delivery. <laughs> <laughs> that's another that. funny story. Man. Hey, people, hey, babe, hey, babe, real quick. I got I to deliver something real people quick. People used to think, like, I would have, like, an Escalade or an Audi or... <laughs> I had like seven cars I would rotate That's through, so, so funny. It was like, damn, funny. Chris is killing it. Oh, right? yeah. uh, they used to think that, but I hate that. It's like, no, it's that's not it. I'm just, I don't have a car. Yeah, yeah. I love um, that. People didn't know that. Like, here I am delivering to like these agencies in like an Escalade, you know? But it, it's not because it's an Escalade. It's yeah. the only biggest car I can get for yeah. sure, no, to for sure. fit. So the owner of the boathouse would give me this Escalade and I'm oh, pulling shit. up. You know, Rep One Sports, for example, is one of them that mm-hmm. I pulled up in. I'm thinking, God, these guys probably think I'm like this douche that's killing it in the meal prep business. And, <laughs> and uh, here I am. I'm only I'm in a car I borrowed because just did not sleep all night. Yeah, I Ubered from the kitchen to this house, this guy's house. He put the key under the mat for me when I needed. Holy shit! And um, not sleep. Go down there, do this delivery, drop his car off, go make my run to like Restaurant Depot or something. And then um, go back to the kitchen, prep, and, oh, he also gave me more hours. Like a, I'm not at this kitchen anymore, yeah. but he gave me the kitchen, like, full access, like, at night. So oh I was gosh. in there from, like, 8 p.m. to, like, 6 in the morning. Incredible. Dude, it's, it was, it was, I, God, I, you saw me sometimes. Dude, that's I, what I was about to get into, man. Like, I, uh, I mean, when I met you, I was, I was early in my own journey and kind of wasn't really... I didn't really put two and two together. It was like, oh, here's these meals. Cool. Met thought you were a dope ass dude, right? And then when I started working at Together Ship, and I would just see you fucking, hey bro, I'm, I'm coming up right now. Like, hey, can you come outside and get the, help me put? I'm like, yeah, fuck. I come on. You're just you're fucking rolling. And that's when I was like, this motherfucker is grinding, dude. So and then when we talked about getting you on this podcast, and you were like, yeah, bro, I'm not even like really in the kitchen as much anymore. And I have, you know, like, so I want to hear about. Literally, I mean, this was before the school year last year where you were yeah. fucking grinding. So you've had some, and then you bought the. Uh, I call it a van, yeah. yeah. You bought the van, and dude, yeah. I, so I just kind of want to get in. It's it's inspiring just because I didn't know all that about you. And so, like, you see somebody, and I, I knew you had a story. So, the way you were grinding, just the person you were, I was like, fuck, this guy's been. And, and that's where we're at. We want to learn the story and get inside the mind of how you got there. And so you battle that. You're still grinding. It's pretty much you at that point, right? Um, uh, coming to the field and all that stuff. Yeah, it's always been me. Yeah. Um, uh, like, even to this day, like, last, I haven't been in the kitchen probably like eight seven months now it's been oh shit but um just a couple weeks ago we had like a minor incident with the yeah. meals that went out and the meals have been so good lately. yeah like, everything has been perfect that's fucking awesome these guys are clutch and um but we had a little incident so yeah. i went in there and i spent 15 hours and i kind of missed it and i was yeah. like i went home and i was like fuck dude i'm sore i forgot like how yeah. painful that was and, remember where you started from huh yeah and, and uh but it was fun i got in the groove again yeah I, I I love being in there, yeah. but I just I don't have the time for that because I'm out getting accounts. Yeah. Like I'm trying to and networking, networking, and clients and, um, yeah, doing everything. Like people, that's another thing. Like people don't realize how much work goes into these five to ten meals that are being delivered to your house. Sure. Oh my like, god, it's incredible. I mean, well, that's what we would even tell the kids. Like, hey man, like you're ordering this food and you're eating this. Like oh, somebody prepared the toughest, this for man. you. Yeah, yeah. Kids yeah. are the top. I've delivered to this kids. I'm not gonna say the school. Yeah. Like, you know, you know damn well who they are. Yeah. These kids, I pull up 
ew, we don't want right meals. Take a uh, bath. I'm like, this little yeah. shithead, man. I should yeah. backhand oh my you right God. now. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing that people, I think that's where the judgment needs to be it's eliminated in, in, in the world because it's like, bro, you don't know what went into that. Whether you like, which it's incredible. I, I fucking smash. I would yeah. go to the I'd go to the fridge. I'd be looking around. I'm like, I'd come up with like five prep. right meals. Yeah. For a meal prep, you're not getting, you're not sitting at a four-star, oh, yeah, five-star restaurant. It's not fresh right to you. That's what people yeah. don't understand. This isn't like, I'm not cooking it on a pan, putting it in a yeah. hot plate. No, it is. This takes time. There's a, there's a process yes. to this. Yes. Like, Especially like when we get like last minute orders, especially like, um, the, I, I can't say, <laughs> there's like, there's particular people out there yeah. that just demand like a last minute order. I'm like, I don't think you understand the process of this, yeah. man. I'm not going to a grocery store and buying individual things. Yeah, I'm no, ordering, one chicken breast. I'm and, ordering bulk. And yeah. the reason why I'm pushing you to go to the website and order is because there's a process of all these numbers that are accumulating yes. on the website. It's going to somebody Who's, it's very important yep. that this yep. goes to them. Yep. It's being respectful. The deadlines, the deadlines. There's a reason why. You think I want to tell you no? Yeah, I, exactly I right. Yeah. Exactly no. right. Before I used to always say yes, and it would kill me, yeah. and I wouldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, me saying no is like, hey, we have a deadline at 1 p.m. There's a reason why for that. People don't understand that for some reason, dude. You you place an order 1 p.m. Right. <laughs> order goes in. All these numbers go to the kitchen who need to put this orders in with our food vendors. Yes. We now have really big time food vendors like Shamrock and stuff. Awesome. That's so incredible. They need these numbers by um, a certain, a certain time. time on mm-hmm. Friday because we're in the kitchen all dude, day. Dude, you're a fucking business. Like yeah. it's respecting my business yes. as well. It's like, dude, there's a fucking process. You're yeah. not you're not the big fish here, bro. Like no. you're asking me for my fucking service. Yes. You go through my process. And the thing that I uh, like I fucked with you the most and it was like, dude, even times like I was struggling during training, like fucking working to pay for my training and then you were like, I hey, bro, you were. can you yeah, yeah, and you were like, hey, bro, uh, you got an order this week? I'm like, dude, fuck, I, I can't. I knew you could Yeah, and yeah, you were like, dude, I, like, I, got, I got, you got you for this week. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, me and Ethan would talk about it like, bro, like, Chris is so fucking dope, and I've dude. I've done that like, for a lot of athletes. Yeah, because it I, comes back I've around. I've been there. Exactly. I've been there, exactly. so I get it. And I'm like, dude, money, I'm not here. F- I don't give a fuck about the money. Yeah. I, I love it because it's just like... Just seeing it grow, yeah. it's like my ba- it's like my baby. You 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 love your baby. Yes. You're seeing your baby grow. Yeah. And you just want to do stuff for your baby. You Absolutely. Know? And, and that's what it comes around. Like money comes and goes. Yeah, I don't fuck care the about money. that. Dude, you're changing lives, and then it was really cool to see just like via social media, like you know, at the school and you're hustling. And then I see, you know, you fucking land. Um, Alex, it's Alexander Madison, right? Like, yeah, he's a cool yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a, I grew up a Viking fan, so I was like, damn, bro, that's dope. And you're just landing these fucking I big did a ass bunch clients. Of Vikings guys. I did yeah. I'm like, uh, I, I did, I, I think he's still on them. Brian O'Neill, he's a lineman. Yeah. Alex Madison, um, their quarterback at the time. Um, I'm not sure if he's still with them. Jake Browning. Yeah, Jake Browning, yep. Um, <laughs> It, it was all these, it, it was just you had you, you have a ton of dudes on that list now, yeah. but it was just cool to see. Like, you're coming to the field, dropping the shit off, and the people. And then it'd be cool to see, like, the big, because, like, fuck, I'm around all these big name guys, too, yeah. right? And they're eating, and they're like, this is fucking good. I'm like, hey, yeah, the right is the shit, bro. Like, you yeah. know, just like, so it's cool. As a meal prep company, though, like, yeah. you know, I mean, people don't understand. It's but like, when the meal prep's good, like yours is, it's different, because. It's, di- it's a different experience. It is, bro, because, like you said, it's meal prep. So in your head already, you're like, oh, it's meal prep. And then no. when we eat yours, it's like, ooh, this feels like it, I did just order yeah. it. You know, it's not good. We're not, I don't do mass production. I don't, yep. you know, I'm still like, <clears throat> I'm very particular, hands on what it looks like. You yeah, know, your how, your pre- how uh, presentation, are, how long things are cooked for, mm-hmm. all that stuff matters to me. Like you see these big companies, 
excuse me. Here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Like they, they, I feel like they they do actually. They all cook stuff before it's ordered. Oh, so, absolutely. Because they, they, they expect the orders to come in, and they're like, I can only imagine what happens with the food that's the oh, excess yeah, well, there's food this one company. that happens to be served two weeks later. And you're like, wait <laughs> yeah. a second, this yeah. chicken tastes like vacuum seal, all yeah. that stuff, and yeah. um, especially but, fish. Oh, I yeah. never put down like my. It's funny. My girlfriend, she was telling me how there's this guy at her gym. He's trying to start a meal prep company. Yeah. She's like showing me stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, that's great!" It's like, yeah. well, I'm trying to get you in the gym. It's like, no, I don't want to do that. Let yeah. him. That's his territory. Yeah. He's building. Yeah, like he's building it. That's cool. Yeah. Let it's him not do competition that. either. I, and yeah. people are like, I had a, recently another place like sent me like a thing that, hey, I want you to show you what your competition's sending us. I'm like, I, I don't care I don't, about I don't that. I have competition. I'm like, not focusing I, on yeah, that. Yeah, like I don't care. And second of all, it's not going to work out because <laughs> I'm not going at that price point. I'm sorry. Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't think and <laughs> people don't realize. Like, dude, no, your your shit is very, very affordable. Yeah, very affordable. Yeah, it's like, and then another thing is like, um, one of the hardest things doing doing this and working with some of the clientele that I have is, um, you'll get people asking for discounts or free stuff and. I think the misconception is is like, like let's say you know if you have do you have like the meal or whatever do you have that meal in in the fridge yeah Um, like they they'll literally um, they'll realize like okay this meal this bag and the meals like what goes into it like oh my god I'll tell you what the process is yeah it's like thank you Mindog. Okay, like just just this these labels in general. And we're gonna we're gonna show B roll and yeah. we're gonna have a video yeah. as well. Like but these, these labels in general was a lot of this was a huge investment for me. This was more than the van. These wow. labels were probably twice more than the van. I love Holy that because I, I I could totally see that because I've I've People done the back really, stuff. Have, People have no idea. Oh my god, the work it took. This was an eight. But even project. the even the design of it, you yeah. putting together this front of it. And so the, a good uh, my girlfriend's best friend. She does really good work. Julie Esai, and she's okay. the designer for this, and she designed some big time like brand yeah. stuff. Um, so not only the design of it, but then you got to go to the nutritional facts. Yes. There's no company, I guarantee you, that's my competition. No. They're not doing full-on nutritional facts. And I team. read them. I, every time I would eat, I'd read them like, Fuck, so these nice. these guys are here. This is um, done by a company called Esha. We had I work with dietitians now, so there's a difference between nutritionists and dietitians. Yeah, this is dietitians, crazy. I had go through everything. For the past eight months, they did all my sauces. They did. We had to change some of the stuff up. Wow. Um, and then the ingredients list, we had to do that. Yeah. The GS1 barcodes to scan it at stores in the future. That was all money done wow, on this. Dude, that's incredible. Um, and then the bags. And then people are like, you know, hey, can you waive my delivery fee? I'm paying 700 a month just yeah. for my driver in insurance. Yeah. That's not including yep. my car payment for the vehicle. Yeah. Plus you know, the insurance, the car, you know, all that stuff. It just is, comes down to fucking supporting. I hear yeah. people are always trying to get a deal on purpose because it's like, bro, just like, you don't understand, like you said, what it made this one fucking meal alone. Yeah. What went into that one meal? Yeah. It's like, just support. If you yeah. can't, you can't. I understand everybody has a situation like how you were helping me out, but. It's like, dude, if you have the money and you're already ordering, like, hey, can I get a dude? Fuck, just yeah. You know, and just the, support, the big bro. thing that I, where uh, I've always run into this like frustration, and you posted on Instagram, I believe it was. It was like, for example, if you charge ten dollars a meal, you do not make ten dollars personally That's as the exactly. founder. Exactly, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's like you don't need a business degree or to have to start a business to understand what profit versus revenue versus net yeah. any of those numbers. No, but it's like if I charge you ten dollars for a product or service, 
Which is I nothing. am not getting ten dollars profit in yeah. my in. Right. I hope I hope I'm getting three bucks. Yeah, I yeah. hope I'm getting three bucks right yeah. now. Yeah, literally, dude. They have to hit these numbers, and people don't also realize we're in inflation right now with meats, and it is yeah. really bad. Like my vendors and costs just went up thirty to forty percent in the Jeez. last two months. Oh my and god, it's bad right now. I was panicking for a little bit because really? like, do I need to raise my price? And like, what do I do? Like, yeah. we're we're still at a very great price. We're at twelve fifty average per yeah. meal. This is incredible. Which is nothing, and we're getting if people knew the meats and stuff where we're getting from because we're already in major bulk, so we're able to get this discount. And it's um, dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, like I, I've been to restaurants and I'm like, look, I'm like, if I could put my food on a Oh my Wait, god! It, well, I was gonna say your presentation is very, very good from the pictures to when I'm eat, before I eat it. I'm like I take every time I eat it, I take a picture. I'm like, man, that shit looks good. I like that. it's 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 incredible. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of work, but that's a good point, man. Because people don't realize like, okay, 142 bucks for 10 meals plus a delivery. That sounds a lot. 142, I can't afford that. Um, yes, you can. You mm-hmm. absolutely can. And 142 dollars, I think, is going to my pocket. No. Yeah. Not even. Not even. Not even half of that is going not to my even pocket. Close. Your For Starbucks sure. drinks every day is, is fucking sixty bucks. to seventy bucks. Five yeah. bucks. You know. Oh, 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 minimum. DoorDash. DoorDash. Yeah. My, DoorDash. My, my twenty dollar well, DoorDash fee nightly. Like last month, I looked at it and I was like, I am embarrassed to tell yeah. people. How you much you I said spent. that to. I heard. I don't know if you said that to me or like we were talking about this. Where you uh, you said that like yeah, people tell me like they can't afford. And then like that's when I started making changes when I was. You can't. Yeah, I was you like, can. fuck. Okay, well. I'm Knocking and it's. I still think about that shit when we have the coffee pods at home. Just dude, I don't need to go to fucking Starbucks. We're all Just guilty do this. Of that. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that, I think that, tickets. You know, yeah. things like we hold things off like that are beneficial for us or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like I'm, I can't afford that, but I'm gonna go out to you know Nick's and have like a hundred forty two dollar yeah, exactly. dinner. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm saying I can't afford that. I'm yeah. gonna take this girl out on a date, and I just said I can't afford that. No, yeah, exactly. you can't and I, I think a big thing I'm sure in your business, just as a business person myself, of I think convincing people of it's hard to make a hundred forty dollar purchase at one time because you could spread ten DoorDash meals over five or six meals over five or six days, but ultimately two or three weeks. So it's like doesn't emotionally hurt to like give that money away. Yeah. You know but what? if you do I it ahead of time. About that. I did think about that and then I did the five meal plan. Mm-hmm. You know, so I offered like smaller plans. And yeah, then yeah. like the monthly plan too is um uh some people like to pay up front big time. You know, yeah. like let me just give you so I don't have to worry about yeah. it. So it's commitment. What's what's it's your commitment. monthly plan? Yeah. So there's 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 like depends on like how many meals you want per month. For sure. Yeah. Um different sizing. So it yeah. depends on the price. And now our new website's designed where you're purchasing a credit for the website pretty much. Okay. Um like let's say for example a thousand dollars, right? Yep. So you have a thousand dollars which will pretty much last you for four months is equivalent to maybe twenty meals a week. Okay. Um, Jeez, that's but, a ton of food. Yeah. But it depends on what items you select like if you click steak and you want more steaks it's yeah, like a restaurant yeah, like yeah. it's going to be higher the quality, sure. your credit's going to go down a little bit more faster yeah so that's we designed that so people can pick that's their super own meals cool. epic because before i used to i used to before i would just literally just then you'd ask yeah hey, hey man what do you like what do you not yeah, like what and do then... you not like and what do you i would just say what do you not like yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah which is nice <laughs> yeah there was never the point of like you don't like this seasoning. Okay, let me season it this way. This because I could only I could imagine that and I'd be like, no, yeah, yeah. salt pepper. Yeah, those are yeah. Salt the hardest pepper. thing too is like we have these meals preset, right? We yeah. we have forty. There's forty four different variations. Fuck, um, which is first of all incredible in itself because I don't even think there's 
companies that have that many fucking yeah. variations. So and then so our week there's a weekly <clears throat> menu that changes. There's ten meals. Wow. Um, and it, it's a, from this algorithm. It just rotates on our deadline. Friday, Epic. boom, rotates. It's done. Epic. That's so. So like sick. if they try to order, hey, sorry, these meals are from the following <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. Can't do it. I'm sorry. And that's fucking awesome. And it has to be done that way. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we the um. The 44 different variations. I forget where I was going with that. But. It was the monthly. but Because yeah. I was just asking just because of... Because uh, I talked to you directly like you know, when I'd order it. Um, and then now you've gotten to this place of... Yeah. You know, oh, so it's... Yeah. yeah, so people literally like... So you have these set meals. Um, and they don't understand. Like we're doing like, okay, for ground turkey pasta, like 120 of these, right? Yeah. They go through. They're like machines. It's like conveyor belt. They're like, okay... Let's put the pasta in. We'll do the cup of the um, carbs, a uh, cup of the broccoli. There's eight meatballs in here. That's what equals six ounces or whatever. Yeah. Um, you'll get some people, hey, can you not put green onions or parsley or whatever? Motherfucker, like, you're picking those off. I mean, I don't <laughs> I, I try to like yeah. say yes because I get it, but it's like, if I miss it, they get so upset. I'm like, God, it's, it's not a restaurant where I just saw, looked at you in the face and said, I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. no, it's it's literally like, these guys are like machines. We're doing a lot of meals right now. So they're like, yeah, you know, and so they're not thinking. Yeah, hey, it's important. One aside, it's going to mess up my conveyor belt of this yeah. Yeah. I'm building. Hey, don't forget, Dave doesn't want onions. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, seriously. It's, it's important for people to understand that process because it would be easy for you to not, for someone to not have that perspective, be like, God, this asshole doesn't ever take off these onions. And it's like, bro, it's bigger than you. Yeah. It's not just you. I have tons of clients. I have to live, like, but you got to work with every people. client I do treat, like, I'm. No, you very are very good at that. Very yeah. personal with every client. I yes. text. People think they're automatic text messages, but I literally go through and text each client. That's awesome. On a Wednesday, I'll sit there. Today's Tuesday. Yes. I'll sit there tomorrow on my coffee shop. And He's say, like, wait, did I miss my shit? Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, like, guys, I got to cut the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm, and I've been so hesitant. We're building this SMS system in my website. Epic. We can have Great. it, but it's like, guys, I feel like it's going to take away from Personal. what it is, but I want to make sure that it, the responses come directly to me or whatever it is. Yeah. That's that's cool. So at least you can But just, you have to do those unscalable things yeah, to, to, to grow, build that, to to grow build that baseline mm-hmm. business. You have to do that. Yeah, but I don't... See, like I don't want to be like Freshly or all these big companies that are just like, boom. People ask me, why don't you have it, it, it ship it to San Francisco or all... I don't want to because yeah. the quality is going to drop. Yeah. I, it's going to yep. drop... I look at these big scalable yep. companies. They're quality shit, and so I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm it's known. Like, for you don't want to. You don't want to lose what made you. Yes. Right, Meals, and it's you know what it reminds me of. Of uh, is it the internship with uh, with Vince Vaughn and and they go to Google and shit. The intern- yeah. And that their whole thing is they have to go to a local shop and blow it up. And he's yeah. like, no, fuck that. I get my tomatoes in the backyard. Yeah. And that's how I make the pizza sauce. And then they just show you how to kind of scale it a little bit, yeah. keep it local, make sure all your ingredients. Yeah. And so like, it's just cool that. That's what you take pride in is your quality. It's not. This isn't some pitch. This isn't like, hey, I'm. I'm this is to make money. Like, no, nah, this is me. This is my fucking business. It's quality and it's for the people, man. Yeah. Like, it's personal. And it's like too. Like, like I, like I work with a bunch of athletes, yeah. and I feel like it's something like they're not. Like, I had a couple athletes. Hey, can we please get it out here? I, no, I, I could, but I. Yeah. They're willing to pay the shipping fee. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to, man. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. Oh, because look, you're looking forward to yeah. having this when you're yeah. here. No, it is. Yeah. You're yeah. looking forward to having this when you're I here. I got to go to California for my off-season training because I got fucking right meals yeah. right there, bro. Like I yeah. just messaged one of the quarterbacks. Um, you trained with him, I think, Brady. It was his birthday recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brady White. Right. I just said, hey, man, happy birthday. Yeah. Hope all's well. Keep killing it or whatever. And he's like, man, I'm missing those meals. Yeah. I'm to get back to Cali to have those meals. Yeah. And it's like, I thought... 
Hmm. I, that's, I yes. created that. Yes. And that's what I wanted to create. And, and what's so unique about being in the, you know, the food and beverage industry, but the food industry and something like you is that is a form of branding right yeah. there. Is the product you deliver, but it's specific because it's, every product that I've ever created doesn't expire. It's a physical or a digital product. Like it could potentially live forever. But yours has a expiration deadline of the way that you want it to like be consumed and presented. Yeah. Which is like such an epic form of branding that like I've never even had to think about. Which yeah, is like really cool. I, you've had to think about every form of branding I ever have in anything I've ever created. And then you also have to do this, which yeah. is just another epic form of being an entrepreneur that like you have that is so epic and such a cool skill that I've, I've never even had to think about. So I, I just want to like point that out of like, that's awesome that you think about that. And you, and you have the ability to say, I can't do that because it's not going to represent my brand or your experience, how I want you to experience my brand. Yeah. That's it's incredible. And for you to have the ability to say, no, is is awesome and such a strength and superpower. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean I think that's the biggest it's no. That's yeah. the most powerful mm-hmm. word is no. your yes has become more powerful. Yeah. yeah. Or I'm sorry or whatever. Like those are the those are the hardest words that are so very fucking powerful. Hard. And there's a book I want to read. Something about no is power. It's about the word no. Okay. Um I want to look into it. We're that big book. into the uh well you said something early, like earlier about the ups and downs and kind of um going through stuff and we were we just got done with a podcast we haven't dropped it yet but it's uh, on the book The War of Art okay. have, you, have you read that? no <clears throat> Dude, and it's just about resistance and how resistance can hit you from every fucking angle it can be your environment it can be whatever and it's just and it hits hardest at the finish line it hits hardest when it's your passion it hits hardest you know so it was just cool and that's what it made me think about but the resistance that you've overcome to man I remember when I saw you post your fucking van I was just like bro that uh. is so fucking cool, man! Yeah. Like God, so like I'd see your face, man. I'd see your tired fucking face, and then you just bounce and you go to another delivery. Yeah. Like, I gotta go to Long Beach right now. I'm like, dude, it's like forty minutes, fifty well, minutes. So like I, I, hire, I have a driver, right? Yeah. And uh, so this is another like, God, you got to deal with like a cook not showing up. I would deal with sometimes, or yeah. like you not being able to get a car to get these deliveries. Like, there's always something. You'll never mm-hmm. have a perfect week. Yeah. You'll yeah. never have a perfect week <laughs> yeah. when you own a business. There's always something. Especially yeah. if you have people working underneath you. Are, are you a sole, like you're the, you're the head? Are you not partnered with anybody? No, head person. Yeah, awesome. And so I have um, so I had this driver I hired, right? And he had like a surgery or something, so he couldn't drive the last... I think it's I'm on my third week. I could easily have somebody else, but I, it's an insurance thing yeah. too. Yeah, I don't want to sure. risk yeah. it. Man, I did. I called my girlfriend as I went to went to Big Sur recently, and it was like a six hour drive up yeah. there. I drove nine and a half hours on Sunday doing deliveries by oh myself, my and I'm like, I called. I could have been in Big Sur. I'm like, yeah. I, was I went to Thousand Oaks to the Rams, a couple players in the Rams. I went to. Uh, came back down to West Hollywood, went down to Pasadena, then came down, shot down to downtown LA, did all the Long Beach ones, did the the Long Beach drop offs at the because I have a bunch of drop pick up that pick up pe- the pick up people. Yeah. Then I went down to Orange County, did all the Newport ones, and then I went to over here. Like I, come, yeah. I have a lot of drop offs actually over here, Santa yeah. Margarita, Cota de Casa. Yeah. yeah. Then I went down to San Clemente, then shot back up to Long Beach. I was my oh, my van. Yeah. It um it like shut off at my light on my last light to my house, and it was because I ran the refrigerant system for oh, nine hours. Oh, so no, that's fuck, a no no. Yeah. And uh, I was like, holy shit, that was a lot of fucking driving. Wow. But it was like yeah. I wasn't even. I was like, fuck 
yeah, like, yeah. I did that. You did, bro. You I built that, that whole fucking thing, man. And it's, it's one of those incredible. things where it's like you could build up these ideas of like I can't grow my business right now because that's I'm gonna run into this problem or something like that. But that's like a good problem to solve. Of like, it's excuses. There's a lot. People have a lot of excuses, and I I'm guilty of it sometimes. Sure, yeah. But I still so get we. shit done. Yeah. You you got it. What are you gonna say? Like. <laughs> Hey, I know you just bought this amount of money worth of food. I'm not going to get your food. You're yeah. not going to get your food. Yeah, literally, so and so didn't show up. No, make it fucking happen. Yeah, it's, it's, what's, what's the alternative? They give me money and don't get what they paid for. Like, yeah. no, my business will never run ever yeah. again if I don't. Do, from it a, sucks. Uh, Figure it out. From a business standpoint, um, did you did you raise money at all? No, that's fucking no. awesome. Yeah, to to the all for six years, it was from pocket. That's fucking pocket. awesome, dude. Just yeah, to it see was. Where it's, uh, it was tough though, because when yeah. you're funding yourself, it <laughs> was a lot of work, man. Yeah. There was times when I was like, I would rely, I would like push for like orders. Yeah. Like, God, I don't have enough money for inventory yeah. sometimes, because everything <laughs> yeah. was just going back into the business. Mm-hmm. So here I yeah, am. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking uh, prospecting for like four hours, going <laughs> just, through old spreadsheets, old numbers. Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. One order, hey, hey, you hungry? What? Fuck yeah, yeah bro. What? Like, hey, who, hey, did you see who, who is this getting text? Who is, like, <laughs> who is this? Good, I'm gonna order. Thank God. I need, yeah. I need two thousand more dollars. What do I? Who yeah. I yeah. Dude, that's the shit though. That's that's the little underlying work that got you to that van. I got you to the cooks. That yeah. got you to yeah. to be able. And I see on your Instagram that you're uh, do that. Fuck. First of all. The date that you did for your girl, dudes need to take notes. I, I fucking saved it. I was like, yo, this setup is nice. I got to do this for my man, girl. I downloaded Pinterest, yeah. man. That's a lot. <laughs> I love that. But uh, so you had a you know badass date, and then you were uh, you were by yourself at the yeah, campsite I went to, to Big Sur. Um, yeah, I was getting. I, I've been getting a lot overwhelmed because I'm actually. I don't know if you know this, but yeah. um, the Super Bowl's in L.A. Yeah, and um, they selected. 225 businesses in the city of LA to be part of the uh, Super Bowl Business Connect program yep. so they put you in a pool okay. and all these I got selected dude Incredible. fucking congratulations so, yeah, so it's been uh, but it's been overwhelming because a lot of the stuff I've been doing is actually been for, for that yeah. um, like the labels all like the 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 things that I never thought about the le- logistics the legal stuff all these things that yeah. I had to really hone down on yeah um, so it's been really stressful yeah. and then dealing with a Another thing too is like my number. Um, everybody has my number, yeah, yeah. So I get all these questions. And oh it's my like, god, yeah. I'm happy to answer them, and I'll answer them. But it's like questions that are on the website, yeah. questions that I text you in exactly. the mass text, and yeah, it, it, I get I get overwhelmed. Sometimes. Yeah, I bet like, it's stressful, dude. Absolutely. And I was taking it out on my girlfriend, and I was like, <sighs> God, like I don't know what to do. I've never been this like I'm stressed, uh-huh. and I was like, babe. I gotta go to Big Sur because that's like my that's like my that's your grounding you don't have service out there yeah Love that. but unfortunately this time I did okay. <laughs> unfortunately you did because I because uh, I usually stay in the campsite yeah. and uh uh, they had a glamping setup available and it was super cheap. So like, dude, it was bad. It. it was badass. Oh, I think I might have showed her. I was, it was like, like two hundred bucks, and that's nothing because it used to be like twelve hundred. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's badass. There was service there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh fuck. So here I, am. I thought I was gonna be able to like completely decompress yeah. everything. But I had so much guilt being up there because I was worried I was gonna get a text or yep. it's and tough. I, and I'm dealing with USC right mm-hmm. now too, so I, I'm doing their football, yeah, and the, I the see volleyball, that. and all. So I had like the the people from the football program, the volleyball program, reaching out to me. So I'm scared I'm gonna miss their text messages. So. Yeah. 
Bro, it's but the fact that um dealing with Super Bowl and I'm dealing with USC, those are your problems now when like yeah. a couple years ago your problems were so different, yeah. you know? And so it's, it's, it's so fucking cool to see the growth, man. Yeah, and that's a, you, you, what you just said too is like what your problems are now compared yeah. to your problems before. And I write in my I have a journal that mm-hmm. I write in every morning. Incredible. I've been doing it actually I did it when I was in rehab. I for six years, Danny Morell actually is the one that got me doing this. That's incredible. Um, and it's cool looking back at it. And you see it now and what you were writing in before. Um, but my problems today, I, I always say I'm super grateful that I woke up to a job. I'm super good. You know, it's like little things. Yeah, you're clean. You got a job. Yeah. You're fucking, you got your I girl. I have a car. I have yeah. a car. I have, I have, God, I have a bed that I sleep yep. in. You know, mm-hmm. there's points when I... You know, I was sleeping on my fucking couch and I had yeah. no idea what I was going to do with my yeah, life. And, yeah, man. Um, it was tough. And yeah. waking up now and seeing what I've created, what I've started. Um, yeah. Dude, yeah. we're fucked. I'm fucking yeah. proud of you, man. You get me it's emotional because, cool. like I said, bro, I'll never forget, like, you dropping those food off at Together Ship and seeing your face. And, like, dude, it's been. That's why I was like, dude, we got to get fucking Chris on here, man. Like, he's fucking. He's doing it, man. And I want to hear the story. And. Um, yeah. Dude, you should be proud of yourself. Like yeah. that's fucking. It's awesome, dude. It's yeah. so awesome. It's been a crazy. Like I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Down, dude. It's still up and down. Yeah. Dude. It's great. It's yeah. great. And that that journal, dude. It's a great practice. It it really it grounds me. Yeah. It makes me appreciate. I write down three. I have it with me yeah. too. I brought it. That's awesome. But it's three things that made me happy in the last twenty four hours, and then ten things that I'm thankful for, and then the rest of the page I write down a goal that I have for myself. Okay. Um, it's just for overarching goal, goal for the day. It can be like one time I had it was like reach you know this amount in sales. And Great. It was just during my sobriety. It was a hit thirty days of sobriety. It was just incredible. Like, and are you, you're hitting those goals. And I'm hitting because you're writing goals. fucking down. And and your manifestation's real. Fuck yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. real. And I remember, like I remember, like I remember one time it was a hit like thirty thousand in a month in sales or whatever. And and I back then when I was writing that, I was like, wow, this is like this is impossible. And I remember when I first hit that goal, I was like. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, it's just like, You're like yeah. did I forget a zero? Why didn't I run another zero? Yeah. Yeah. It's already happened. Yeah, yeah, it's no, crazy. for sure. Like, just manifestation's real, though. Hell it's yeah, really it real. is. But it's funny that you said like this seems impossible, and then you just did the little steps each and every fucking Baby day. Baby steps are big. Every every step's a big step, man. And then not giving up too is like another thing that I was really good at is because people don't realize like right when you're about to give up and you're struggling or whatever. You're literally like right around the corner from a breakthrough, like yep. a phone call. Like I see, I see all the time, like athletes who yeah. like they they don't give up. They're on the field. They're putting in the work. They're not getting calls from agents, and boom, they get a call. Like what's the guy that less trains? Tyler uh, Gaffney. I saw his story. I never talked to that guy. Yeah, but I, I see his story. He was read. a. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was a teacher at one point where he yeah. was teaching and kind of training, and then fucking this new thing with the miles per hour that less is built and all that shit, and then runs 22 miles per hour at the Patriots sign him. Yeah, 30 years old. Yeah, and he's and he, but like he was probably giving up on football. Oh at one yeah, point and then. It's, Right around the corner, there's a breakthrough. There's yep. always a breakthrough in everything you do. And it's, it, I just wish people, that, that's what I want to inspire people is like, not give up. No matter how deep your hole is, like, you can get out of it. Yes. Like, I, I probably get shit for this, but sometimes, like, I'll see, like, I've dealt with a lot of homeless people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know personal homeless people, but yeah. like, sometimes I don't have sympathy for some of these people because it's like, dude. Well, you've been there. Yeah, I've been there, but uh, there's some that are different. Yeah. There's no, I feel mental you. Yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, there's some that I personally know. I'm like, dude, like, 
Stop. Get yeah. your fucking self out of there. I, I didn't have... I negative $143. Mm-hmm. You, I guarantee you have a family member or a friend or somebody that wouldn't tell you yes. So what would be your advice for the first step in that? Like, it, you know, like, I'm fucking... I'm homeless, man. I don't know... I don't know which way is up. Like, what, See, like there's so many different yeah. categories yeah. in that, and that's why there's all these like arguments with it. But yeah. there's different categories of the type of people that are out on the streets. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been around people who are really, really bad mentally, and yeah, physically. Yeah, yeah. And, that's different. But for they sure. still did it. Mm-hmm. They still did it. I think it's just finding their purpose and their why. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. I, this is a crazy. So remember, I said I had stories when I was in rehab. Yeah. Um, this guy, Tim. Crazy story too, by the way. So Tim. He looked like he was 50. This guy was, he was, didn't talk. He smelled. I'm like, God, don't sit next to me. Yeah. Which was fucked up to me to yeah. think that. Yeah. And yeah, totally. We would all talk. They would point at us and we would tell our story. And this guy, Timmy, raises his hand. And all he said was, I just want to be sober because I miss my mom. And I was like, oh, that fucking hit me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Damn. And his story was he jumped on a train from Menifee. He was doing a bunch of speed. He's 22 years old. He looked like he was like 50. Oh Jeez. my god! And um, um, this kid was amazing. He, I remember reading the Bible, and I was laying in bed, and I was reading the Bible out loud. And he's like, "Oh, that's verse blah 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 blah." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." And then turn the page. Oh, that's verse blah blah blah. Whoa, Timmy, are you a genius? Yeah. <laughs> so he used to be an altar boy, apparently. Oh shit! And so I started. He's like, he was reading like verbatimly, like word for word. Oh my god! I was so impressed. So I, I kind of took him under my wing. I was, yeah. I feel like I was the most like head like on my shoulders yeah. person there. And these are older people. There's some younger people. Mm-hmm. And so Timmy, he, um, he told me that he wanted to get a social security number and all this stuff. He wanted to talk to his mom. He missed his mom. He had nothing. Wow. And there's this program that you can get into. And I told him, like, I'll take you there. Let me, I went on a run or whatever. I was like, I'll take you when I come back. Yeah. Wow. And I came back and he left. And I never saw him ever wow. again after that. And fast forward three years ago, I'm in Long Beach. Yeah. Having a coffee. And this guy sits on this bench. And I'm like, it's Tim. Holy fuck. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, Tim? And he didn't really recognize me. He was out of it. He's on the stuff yeah. and I'm like Tim man it's Chris yeah. Like, oh yeah I was like hey man like do you have any like, he asked me for money and I was yeah. like I don't but are you hungry so yeah. I go in and I give him a coffee and I give him a donut Yeah. and I was like Tim there's an A meeting right around the corner yeah. you should go get some help dude Yeah. and um, uh, I thought he found his wife I thought it was his mom or whatever but yeah. some people dude they're just yeah but just finding the help yeah. honestly there, people don't realize there's help everywhere AA yeah. meetings they will help you. Yeah. They will help you. They, you. You have to want to be helped. Yes. You have to want it. Mm-hmm. You have to want it. I think that's the, that's the thing. If Everybody like, can get out of their holes. You just need to want to. It's tough, man. Like you said, it's you're the only one that's going to dig you out of that. Yeah. You know, like you can ask for help, but you need to have the will You're the ask. only one that's going to be in your grave. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Like you're the only one yeah. that's going to get yourself out of any hole you're in. It's a yeah. fact. Yeah. It's not even addiction at all. It's, it extends to literally any type of holes, whether it's like monetarily, whether it's debt, whether it's just you're really bad at relationships, whether it's just emotional shit you're dealing with, whether you have addictions or not. Like it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, is you are the one that needs to yeah. want the help and ex- be willing to accept and that help. And it's the right help because sometimes yeah. oh. there's help that's like it's not helping you. No. It's it's no. giving you a pass. It's like 
it's like rich parents giving their kids everything they want. Exactly. You know? Like that's not helping. That's not them. helping. No. And then you know? what's what's hard too is sometimes and it's like this can be used as an excuse and sometimes it's not. Sometimes the messenger is the one that's like literally somebody could be saying something. It's like because of who it's coming through, it's like I it's I not can't, hitting. I can't hear this mm-hmm. from you. But literally if this person says it to me, it's gonna hit way more. Like this podcast of you saying things I think might hit people differently hearing it from you yeah they never sure. even meeting you they don't even know who you are and it might because yeah. happens to me i listen to podcasts i don't know who the fuck i'm listening yeah. to and i'm like whoa dude like that shit hit me and yeah and sometimes it's that tough help that tough love like nah bro like i'm not gonna help you this way i'm helping you like mr miyagi like no nah, yeah. fuck that bro you can do this yourself and i'm gonna show you how to do it yourself yeah. and you got that you got out yourself so dude i think you did what you wanted to do i think this will inspire people and inspired me man like fuck dude like when I'm feeling sorry for myself, you know, in situations, it's like, nah, dude, like, you can fucking figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? You absolutely can. There's always, there's always a way to figure out something. And, and another really big thing I think that we can pull from this podcast itself is, like, um, imploring you when you feel comfortable to share that story that you just shared with us. Yeah. Um, because you will never know the impact, volume-wise, of the people, but also the depth of even a single soul that hears it, of the impact that your story yeah. from you could actually have on somebody. So whenever you feel comfortable, but also the times where you could comfortably feel uncomfortable and share that story. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think sharing it, that's when the point you know you're healed. I think yeah, that, that's, for, for sure. I, I could, think that's yeah, when you're really comfortable to share your story and not care about the criticism or yeah. what the repercussions are, whatever you're talking about. There can yeah. be people listening to this. But, because that's you. Oh, I don't want to support an ex-drug yeah, exactly. or an alcoholic. And then you're a fucking you're, idiot. You're going to get that, though. For and sure. I, you have to be strong to deal yeah. and take jabs like and that. Know that yeah. you're, and your worth is not dependent on anybody no, that has yeah, that reaction. No, but it, it takes work to get there, for sure, though. Yeah. You, you can't just chalk it up and be like, accept this. Like, no, it takes work to, exactly. to get there, for sure. And... You've done the fucking work, man. Yeah. This is, yeah. It's just incredible. To, it shows to in your here. in your craft, like it shows like the delicate. Like it's just, it's amazing, man. And fucking... I, you know what I've always noticed too is that people that pay attention to details, like you do, of like yeah. of, of how you present your meals, of you saying no to people who live too far, how I bag it, the orders, everything. Yeah. How I, they but, have to face you when you. Like, yeah, no, exactly thing. right. But it, it's people that have a particular story to where it's like, no, no, no. no. This matters to me right now. How you experience my brand and that bite and you open the container, how you rip off the lid, all of that matters to me. And there's people that are going to be like, why does that matter? It's like, you just don't get it. And that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. But this matters to me and there's a reason why it matters to me. Yeah. That's so, incredible. And it, but the Even big, the cutout. Like, the view, everything. Like the, 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 everything. The cutouts of all this was – that took forever. Like, yeah. Wow. But, yeah, but you, you, you don't even realize shit that. about those details. Like yeah. those, those matter to you and for a particular reason and it's – the reason you are now to where to like where you are now as opposed to where you were, I think, is because when you decided that hey, these details matter because they are going to matter to the to people that are experiencing them, is part of the reason why you are where you are now. Yeah. Because you gave a shit about those details. Yeah, attention to detail, man. Yeah. Fucking matters. Whistle yeah. whistle. I think a lot of people too love how it's like personable. You know, yes. like regardless if it may sound like it's like a bigger company. I get a lot of people that love that I reach out to them. Like I'll say, "Hey, I'm sorry I'm bugging you." But, yeah. You know, like, hey, how are your meals? Is everything no, you good? care? Like yeah. you want to know genuinely how? Yeah. And then you- like hey, let me know. Like there'll be a couple times like this one. So for example, we had this one issue with um, uh, there was like one ingredient that got delivered bad or something, and it consumed the whole meal. I had one person reach out to me, "Hey, Chris, this happened." Oh my god. I'm yeah. Just, Excuse me. It happens. It's food. Yeah. It's gonna bound to happen. Yeah, yet, for sure. But I've never had it happen. I was yeah. like, really, motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, so um, 
okay, I'm going to, you know, let me, I'll take care of that. I'll refund you for that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But then I was like, hmm. I went through the spreadsheet and I was like, who all ordered this meal? So I went out and messaged every single person. Hey, um, hope you're enjoying your meal. Just want to let you know you may have or may not have um, a bad meal in yeah. this particular uh, Batch, meal. Yeah. Um, regardless or not, I'm going to refund you because I, you know, I want to make sure you're yeah, happy. That's incredible. It was like, I forget exactly what I said, but there yeah. was people that are like, wow, like, this is my first time ordering from you and I am so thrilled that you, like, this is a great message. I had one person say, I wasn't even going to say anything, but this is yeah. the greatest customer service I've ever had. And I'm like, Seriously? Well, let's go. Some I people, was like, yeah. I, was like, I was expecting like a fucking, like a, yeah. just like a brain, you know. And, you, and sometimes the biggest wins are not the revenue numbers. Of course, those are obviously, they, they never stop. The revenue numbers, we're hitting new ones is always incredible. But having like the single customer say like, hey, notice the, the time and effort and energy you put into a, a particular detail, yeah, and having them out of the blue say something like, "That's what I needed." That's my. That's going to get me to my next revenue goal itself. Is yeah. because this one person noticed this detail. That exactly, I put and I told him it, it's like it's like a coach giving you constructive criticism yeah. about like a play or whatever. It's like you depending on how you are, if, if you're a you know, pussy or whatever, yeah. <laughs> you can't handle it, it's like, then you're not going to get to that yeah. next level. It's Absolutely. like, you've got to be able to take that criticism. And I love the criticism because it makes me better. Absolutely. Yep. It makes, like, your asparagus is super soggy. Thank you. They, yeah. I'll, I'll fix that. Hey, yeah. guys, steam my asparagus for two minutes. Stop doing it three or four minutes. Yeah. Yep. Steam it two minutes. Like I, It's like little things like, hey, your rice is super soggy. The reason why it is because I don't think you realize like the longer rice is there it's yeah. going to dry out longer mm -hmm. so we started experimenting with the level of waters we put yeah. in and now the it's rice trial is trial and error yeah, yeah man it's, it's, because if nobody would have said anything you might not have ever known yeah, yeah. And, and, so, and then, then you're just you're soggy soggy, soggy rice, rice guy so, yeah, <laughs> yeah your steak is overcooked I'm like okay well we, we're going to do it at a medium medium rare like right below so medium so then rare. when you put it in the microwave you put it in the microwave don't hit your cook button or don't hit the cook button hit the reheat button people don't know there's a reheat button on the microwave reheat people yes the reheat button is where it's at you hit okay. reheat it I didn't know that <laughs> cook it it just reheats it wow yeah mind fucking up blown yeah. it was, I was like wait what and I've been trying it and another thing too that's out there in these, these really wait, fancy homes wait, and hotels wait you just went past that whole entire life thing hold the phone yeah. I'm like looking over here I like, can't wait to reheat my meal <laughs> sorry, no. I'm like, I want to cook something do. put it in the fridge and then literally just only reheat it yeah. that's yeah. all I want to yeah, do so now it's magical for pizza oh whole, shit yeah I'm a big, big yeah, pizza reheater one of my biggest weaknesses is pizza it's alright my girlfriend one of my biggest strengths order pizza probably three times wow yeah so the reheat button's a trick um and then steam ovens there's like this new thing now where like it steams everything i have a client he's got a fancy steam oven in his house and he throws it in there steams it for two minutes and it's like it's per I'm like wow i wish everybody had a steam yeah. oven because my meals would be yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be so fire <laughs> yeah that's it's pretty incredible. sick. You drop them off. You can eat this now. No, can you? Uh, because I got a steam <laughs> steamer in the van, and I need you to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's epic. Yeah. Well, dude, I mean, this has been a fucking roller coaster for me listening. So I can't <laughs> imagine how, dude. Like, and it was so raw and real, and I really appreciate you opening up and talking about that stuff because it's not easy. Yeah, it's yeah. like, dude. Um, letting your guard down to do that and I really I mean like I said it inspired me just just sitting here listening so I know that listeners are going to be inspired as well and just want to appreciate you Thank for, you. for coming if you on could here, give man. one one more question before we head off is um if you could give one piece of advice to um we're approaching 25 so let's call it if you could give one piece of advice to a uh, first time entrepreneur who's a 24 or 25 right now what would that piece of advice be Oof. 
That's tough. You know, and, and it's not like the yeah. um, you don't know what business they're starting right now, so it can't be super tactical. It's like the, it's the mindset stuff. Yeah, you know, the stuff that really, really matters at the end of the day, no matter what they start. Question yourself, like, if this is something you absolutely want to do the rest of your life, because when you're an entrepreneur, you're balls in. You have to be balls in, and if you're not, it's not going to be successful. Yeah. You got to tell yourself, is this something I really want to do the rest of my life? Is this, is this going to be feasible enough to support my lifestyle? Because uh, you got to realize you're going balls in everything you do, everything you say, every waking up at certain times. It's it's your life. This is like yep. having. It's like, hey, are you ready to have a kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you just gonna <laughs> no, you know with the kid? What? No, it's it's your baby, man. Yeah. You got to ask yourself, is this really what I want to do the rest of my life? Uh, and it, not the yeah, rest of your I life because that. you know well, people yeah, build, well, yeah, yeah. but like this is. Yeah, you got to consume your life this moment. Are you ready to have a kid? Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready to have a kid, then you're not ready for this. I love this. that. Because yeah. it kind of relates to one of my favorite books is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Great I, book. I read that when I was in rehab. Wow. It's yeah. amazing. I gave it to the person we were talking about earlier. I gave it to him in rehab. Good. It's because it's one why, of my That's great, man. That's, a, but, that's awesome. What? Uh, Mark Manson, the author, it says like there's like six or seven questions that everybody in their life at one point has to ask themselves, and one of them is, "What are you willing to struggle for?" Mm-hmm. And I think that's like kind of the, the basis of like when you were saying that. That's kind of like the you have to ask yourself, "Is this what you really believe you're willing to struggle yeah. for, or not?" Yeah. And yeah. it's really easy to say yes. It's a lot harder to actually act upon that yes in reality. Well, it's like I'm a huge Kobe fan, you know, and it's funny. Before Kobe passed, there's that speech that his retirement speech. I yep. used to listen to it Whew. when I was in the kitchen. Uh, is that the rest in the end, not in the middle of the speech? It's the one where he's talking about this is the dream, like all that work, mm. all those sleepless yeah. nights that you do. And Fuck yeah, that gets me so much because I'm I used to get so pumped up because I here I am having a sleepless night and but that's I'm chasing my dream. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You you gotta you got him. It's your dream. It's it's your baby. It's your dream. You got to understand. This is your passion. Is it your passion? Do you yeah. feel passion? Are you willing to lose sleep? Are you willing to be broke? Yeah. Are you willing to lose friends? I've lost so many friends. They're not even my friends. They're acquaintances. They're not even acquaintances yeah. anymore. They're just haters now. Whatever. Yep. Are you willing to take jabs? Are you willing to cry? Are you willing to be raw? It's just all these things. Are you willing to do? Yeah. It's things that not the normal person can do. And there's a reason why. Entrepreneurs are called entrepreneurs. There's, there's a big difference between that normal person who's willing to sit in a, a five, yeah. ten to five. Want to take job. the easy yeah. route of like, and everybody has that passion in something that they truly want to do. Yeah. But they're too scared to take that leap to go do it exactly. and to be broke and to go through that emotional. They'd rather chase security and a steady paycheck every month and then come home and hate their fucking life and yeah. tell their kids how much they hate their fucking job. Right. So instead of just manning up or owning up your shit and taking that risk, you'll never know. Yeah. You know? And yeah. that's actually, now you brought me into this uh, this memory I have of Mark Sanchez, but I've met him a couple of times. And when he was speaking in front of a classroom of, of younger quarterbacks um, from QB Summit and Jordan Palmer, he was like, uh, Mark was telling the kids, he was like, when you're a quarterback, you have to be aware that you sign up for all of it. You sign up for everything. And this was a guy... Uh, Gatorade Player of the Year at Michigan Vale High School, USC. I remember playing against Maybe him. or maybe one of the You know, played in New York, biggest market in the world, all, all the stuff, the right? The butt fumble. Yeah, so, <laughs> no, no yeah. exactly. No. No, and he referenced the butt fumble. He goes, when I was the butt fumble guy, I was yeah. still the quarterback. When I 
went and played for the Eagles and like we won the uh, playoff game. He goes, I was the quarterback. Yeah. He's like, he was, he was a stud. When I dropped off the map, I was still a quarterback. With the press, I was a quarterback. But he's like, when I let my team down, it's 3 a.m. and I have to study the playbook because I was not the tip-top mental shape for my team. He goes, I'm the quarterback. I signed up for all of it. And it's one of those things of you have to realize that before you really fully go balls deep into this entrepreneurship thing. But really anything is... It's not is, for anybody. It's not for anything, anybody because you don't realize when you just make the decision the first time, you're an entrepreneur for all of it. Yeah. Your entire schedule, the people you have around you, the food you eat, what you put in your body, the content you consume, all has to go towards the tip of the spear of if this is really what you're committing to, is this really what you're willing to struggle for, it's all of it. It's everything. Yeah, it's crazy. I think too, it's like having challenges. Yeah, I love having challenges. Like, because I, I like I said, I get kinda, you fired up. I kind of like failing sometimes. Yeah. You, but challenge me. Like, let's go. Like, oh shit! Like, I gotta do a thousand meals right now by myself. Let's go. Let's get this yeah. bread. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stopwatch. Yeah. Fuck it. All right. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Can I do it in ten hours? Let's see what today. I've been in the kitchen by myself, like three in the morning, just like on a good one, just singing. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. Those the moments, out. Sunrise come out. Let's do deliveries now. Yeah. Fuck it, I ain't going to take a nap. I'm going to do these deliveries. I love that. It was, yeah, good It's times. what it takes, man. Good and, times. And it's, it's all about that process. And remember yeah. those times. And that's like the true win. Like you exactly. Said. It's like, that's yeah. success. Yeah. That's success. Well, dude, fuck, man. I'm, uh, man, I'm fired up. So <laughs> that was, I, uh, I appreciate you, man. That was yeah, epic. Thank you guys um, for where, having me. Where can yeah. everybody find you on, uh, first on social and then where can we find you online on what website uh so it's right meals with a z at the end.com that's our website where you can order um you can order weekly plans monthly plans whatever and then our social media is right meals with a z mm-hmm. cool. uh, we do have twitter but i'm not a, i'm not i don't yeah. know how to use twitter, no, twitter <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to use <laughs> twitter yeah, so either. we're just on instagram yeah. um uh, we do i do the instagram a lot of people ask who would you hire and this guy who works for the clippers asked me who do you hire for your social media kind of no, it's I do it. Yeah, I mean I have a kid that does videos and <laughs> this stuff. This guy, Chris Sweeney. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's me. Yeah, actually, one of my videographer guys, amazing, um, young kid too. He's a great kid. Um, he's self learning in this process. Yeah, and his videos look like professional videos. Yeah, but yeah. So right meals Instagram and then rightmeals Absolutely. Well, shit. Yeah, people need to go get on these meals, man. They're incredible. I personally use them, and I'm going to continue to use them, and I fucking love them. So Thank I appreciate you. you, man. Appreciate you. Like I said, telling your story and. Thanks for being on Beyond Comedy, bro. There, there will be an episode part two. Oh, absolutely. There will be a, a business update, and then we'll go probably more into tactical overview of entrepreneurship and everything. But thank you for coming on. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Common podcast with Kayla and Luke. We appreciate you. This is Chris Sweeney of Right Meals. Again, you can find him at rightmeals.com with a Z at the end, and also at Right Meals on all of the socials, particularly Instagram, because he hired a very, very impressive person, which is himself, to run his Instagram. <laughs> and you watch it's on Twitter. No, thank you. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Sign off.